everyone! Welcome back to Capes and Japes, your favorite podcast hosted by award-winning cosplayer Briar Racetrack Conlon. And me! (laughs) You're my favorite host. (laughs) Why would you you. do this to me? I'm so tired and I wasn't expecting it. I'm sorry. No, you're right. I should have warned you. Um... This Briar just got back from an anime convention where they won an award, and we're all very proud of them. But also, um, they just got back from an anime convention, so they're very literally, tired. Literally, um, <laughs> an hour and a half ago, I got home, and I brought my stuff in from the car, and dropped it on the floor, and passed out until my hey, you have to record in five minutes, alarm went off. (laughs) Also, I have no idea what my voice is going to sound like, so I'm very sorry if I jump scare you. I was... (laughs) Now, see, the thing is, I wasn't expecting to win anything during Masquerade. Um, And also, two of my friends who we were like, all right, we're all in this together. We're doing our first Masquerade. We're here for each other. We all fucking won something. <laughs> Holy shit. So it was just like a one, two, three punch backstage where we were all looking at each other like, what the fuck? That's incredible. <sighs> Anyways. Anyways. Comics. Who are we talking comics, about today? Comics books. Um, So I did kind of want to talk uh, about Looker, who we mentioned <laughs> last week. Uh, partly in reference to her, uh, not that great code name. Um, but I just want to talk about Looker. I, I, listen, let's have a look at Looker. Um, a look back at Looker through the years. Yes. <laughs> um, I, like, she's not a super major character, but I do think she's kind of fun. Um, so we're going to talk about her. Um, she is like Geoforce, um, an outsider's character. Uh, but she is not, she's part of the, uh, like original 80s outsiders, um, but not one of the founding members. She joins just a uh, little bit later in 1985. Um, and uh, the Outsiders, which we've talked about before, are a uh, group of superheroes initially led by Batman usually kind of co-led by Batman and Black Lightning or one of them, um, if the other's not there, uh, who were formed when Batman was kind of on the outs with the Justice League and uh, wanted a team of superheroes who could kind of operate on the margins, on the outside. Um... So, Looker is created by Mike Barr and Jim Aparo, uh, and she's introduced in 1985, um, and when she first shows up, 
She is not a superhero. She does not have superpowers. Um, she is, uh, a bank teller in Gotham City, um, who is extremely average looking, which (laughs) you can't really... Let's introduce a woman who is so average. Who is so average. Um, the thing is, it's like... You can't really tell from looking at her because it's like... She's in a comic most book. Women in co- she's in a comic book. Most women in comic books kind of have the same face. Um, and a lot of the men also have the same face. Uh, but... And, like, also, in fairness, comics tend to have, like, a pretty simplified style where it's kind of hard to... We just differentiate. Have to, we just have a to lot trust them when they tell us which of the two identical women looks average and which of the two is extremely hot. Yes, exactly, exactly. We know that she looks average, um, because uh, all the guys at the she, bank are like, "Wow, here comes average looking. Here comes old average Emily. Here comes normal Emily Briggs." Um, she's like, "Guys, I can we know- hear you." Yeah, can you, I really don't like that nickname. Like, I guess it's, it's, it's not that mean, but it's just very rude. It's very Um, weird that you're saying it out loud. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of uncomfortable. Like, I would also hate it if you called me Hot Emily. Yeah, (laughs) it'd be weird for a different reason. Um... But yeah, so we we know that she is average looking by comic book standards because she internally monologues about it to herself about how she's uh very plain and she has this kind of you know shrinking violet sort of personality and she so, wishes okay, she was so more. She might not uh-huh. actually be average looking. She might be very hot and she just has bad self esteem. That is possible. Um, she like looks in the mirror. She's like, I look so average. And all of the people at the bank secretly call her hot Emily. Yeah. They're like, oh shit, it's hot Emily. Oh, fuck. Guys, be cool. Guys, be cool. Who's um, hot Emily? She, um, but yeah, but she, she's, you know, thinking about how she wishes she was more beautiful and she had more confidence. Um, I think at some point... In her capacity as a bank teller, she meets Katana, who is one of the outsiders uh, at this point. Um, And Katana, like, sort of becomes friends with her. So uh, Katana is aware when uh, Emily gets kidnapped um, by this secret underground civilization called abyssia um this is like the second secret underground civilization we've brought up in like three weeks after the whole thing with terra there's a lot of underground it makes sense that there's there's more than one yeah there's a listen there's we have a whole planet's worth of underground so you could fit a bunch of civilizations in there probably um yeah, the uh Abyssians are not that important. I don't know if they uh 
show up at all outside of uh outsiders comics or even outside of this storyline but uh they kidnap emily and tell her that she is actually like the heir to the abyssian throne and her like uh you know ancestors like ran away to the surface world but they like finally managed to find her and now there's like uh this like war going on in Abyssia and they need her to like take the throne and solve it. Um and she's like, but how? I'm so average. I'm so average and normal looking. And they're I like, am just well, an average bank teller. Yes. Uh and they're like, well you see, because of your Abyssian heritage, something, something, something um, Haley's Comet is, uh, passing by the Earth soon, and if you are exposed to the rays of Haley's Comet, it will activate your Abyssian heritage and give you superpowers. <laughs> um, and, uh, that's what happens. Um, the did they have outsiders... to like bring her to the surface for that, or <laughs> they're like, all right, I... cool, we're gonna go on a little field trip. We're yeah, I I think she's still underground, but the rays penetrate that rock. Penetrate, I guess. yeah. You um, can't escape Haley's comet. <laughs> you can't, no matter where you go. Um, the outsiders show up. Uh. Because they, uh, Katana informed them that this woman has been kidnapped. Um, they get caught up in this kind of, like, war that's going on with the Abyssians. Um, there's, like, uh, a group of them that are, like, scheming to, like, destroy all surface dwellers or whatever, you know. Um, and in the midst of this, uh, Emily is exposed to uh, Haley's Comet, and it does give her superpowers. And in addition to the superpowers, it makes her crazy hot. Unless it just makes her realize that she was crazy hot this whole time. Exactly. Like Think in the movies where one. they're like, hold on, and they just like take the glasses off. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah, exactly. Now you're hot. Um, so the name Looker is, like, in the sense of, like, wow, what a looker, you know? Like, a thing that you would say about, like, a hot woman. Sure. Um, but, I mean, not that you or I would say, but that no. somebody at some point has said. It's just one of those things where it's like, wow, what a looker. And she's like, hmm. Yeah. That's my code name now looker yeah no it's not it's not a good superhero name and it's also like you would think at a cursory glance that like <laughs> sorry i just had an idea uh-huh what if she had named herself hottie <laughs> <laughs> wow what a hottie and she's like hmm what a, yeah 
um, everyone's like, are you, sh are you sure? Do you want to, do you want to go with a different one? What um, an absolute babe. <laughs> yeah. Um, so one might think at a cursory glance, given that, um, so much of her kind of like storyline is about physical attractiveness and this comet makes her extremely physically attractive and her <laughs> code name is Looker that like her powers would be something like, Oh, like, you know, some sort of like pheromone thing or like, you know, like a, a sexy, like mind control thing she can do. Like a poison um, ivy type deal. Like, like a poison ivy type deal. That's not what it is. She's she's psychic. She's just normal psychic. Um, Does she use her psychic she, powers in a sexy way? I guess. I guess she. I mean, I guess she kind of does everything in a sexy way. Um, but uh, she has just like a pretty standard uh, suite of psychic powers. She has telepathy, telekinesis. Um, she can make kind of like a, uh, force field. Um, she can mind control people. And I guess when she does it, she's probably sexy. So she kind of has sexy mind control. Um, her eye, like, her eyes glow when she uses her powers. And she can, like, she does have, like, a, like, energy, like, psychic energy beam attack that she like shoots out of her eyes so in that sense i guess looker has kind of a double meaning but like not really because they're not like eye centric powers it's just that her eyes glow because that's a very normal superhero thing if she can look into you psychically yeah yeah so that's uh that's something um I, I don't I don't I don't think it's a good superhero name. No. She's like, what if I was hot and also I could see into your brain? Yeah. I'm looker. Um, I am looker and I am looking. And you are looking at me while I'm looking into your brain. And he looked at me. And I looked, and I looked at him. At him. <laughs> um but uh Anyways, the outsiders manage to solve the situation in Abyssia and uh, get Emily back to the surface. Um, and she is uh, stoked about uh, her new superpowers and more significantly about how hot she is now. Um, and her personality does a complete 180. She becomes like... Super outgoing and confident, which, again, is maybe evidence for, like, the fact that maybe she was hot all along, and it was just, uh, they gave her superpowers and super confidence. But or she didn't like need never the needed... feather to fly, Dumbo. Exactly. You were hot the entire time. Maybe, maybe it's like, it's, they tell her that the comet is gonna make her super hot, and it doesn't actually do anything, but, like, the placebo effect, she's like, Wow! I'm so hot now. <laughs> they were they were like, all right, she's going to get powers and also we need to work on her confidence. <laughs> yeah, we really we need to give her a confidence boost real quick. Um does she has she has a husband. She has a normal human husband um named Greg with 2G. Well, Greg I Greg with 3Gs. 
a double G at the end, Gregu, um, who uh, is pretty shocked um, to find that his wife got kidnapped and then uh, came out of the kidnapping looking and acting completely different. Um, she starts going by Leah, L-I-A, which is like a childhood nickname that she had that she was like this is a new me i'm gonna start going by a different name um and uh she does not join the outsiders right away there's like a um a period of time where she's just kind of like okay bye guys thanks for rescuing me i'm gonna go like (laughs) revel in being hot and powerful Um, and then she, uh, discovers that the outsiders are in trouble. They've been, uh, kidnapped by the Masters of Disaster. Good. That's a good name. Um, That's a fun name. Uh, they're like, uh, supervillain mercenaries who have like kind of, uh, elemental themes so they've all got like you know fire powers or ice powers or earth powers or whatever um and uh leah finds out that they're in trouble and uh makes herself a superhero costume to rescue them um and her initial costume i actually really like um it's like it's It's, like, it's sexy, but, like, not in a kind of, like, unusual way for superhero costumes. So she's got this, like, pink, like, pink and black unitard. Mostly pink, and then, like, kind of, like, an asymmetrical, like, black section over one arm. And then one leg. I did see a picture of this costume. I saw... A diagram? I don't know if it's, like, an official diagram or something that somebody else made, but they're like, it's a two-part costume. There's a black bodysuit underneath, and then, like, a pink sheath that goes over it. So the one leg with the pink part is, like, over a full black, like, bunny suit sort of thing. And I'm like, I guess that makes sense. Wild. (laughs) Yeah. Um... But yeah, it's like this pink and black suit with like one bare leg, one bare arm. Um pretty low cut, but not like crazy low cut for like a superhero costume. Um and then she's got this like white kind of mini cape with like blue trim and like going into this like very like wide pointy collar um i i really i kind of like i like that that this is kind of like unique the one thing i don't like is there's like a uh above her like bare leg there's like a bow um that i think looks a little bit silly and uh she also instead of a mask has like just like blue paint around her eyes kind of like dazzler um, honestly, I feel like Dazzler would be in support of this look. I feel like Dazzler would see this and be like, go off, queen. Um, so I am like, 
I'm a big fan of whatever's happening here, honestly. Um, but she makes herself this costume, um, and she rescues the outsiders from the Masters of Disaster with her psychic powers. Um, and after this, the outsiders invite her to join them, because they were like, well, last time we had just rescued you from being kidnapped, um, and we assumed you wanted to go back to your normal life, but you just did a good job, like, superheroing, so do you want to keep being a superhero? And she says, sure. And she says, I'm, my superhero code name is going to be Looker. And all the outsiders presumably are like, I guess. Um, so a lot of her storyline on the outsiders is just like, like about how hot she is. Um, and I'm like having... I'm trying to figure out what the tone of this is, because I haven't read a lot of these comics. Um, and I'm like, because if this is a thing where it's trying to be like, oh, it's like bad that she's like so obsessed with being hot now. I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, but I do think the concept of like a woman who suddenly gets just like incredibly hot and is like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna do whatever I want, is, like, kind of fun. <laughs> um, just like, I just discovered pretty privilege. Let's go! Yeah. <laughs> um, gonna fucking get free pizza or some shit. Hell yeah. Um, she uh, befriends Halo, um, who we mentioned briefly last week is, like, a love interest of geoforce for a little bit and halo is like she's like a like an alien who like possessed a human woman and then i think like both the alien and the human woman kind of lost their memories so she's like a new person and she's like you know figuring out like how to be a person um and Katana has kind of been, like, taking her under her wing. Um, so she starts hanging out with Looker. Uh, and Katana's like, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't, I don't think, I don't think you should be learning about how to be a person from the woman who just got super hot and is doing whatever she wants. It's like, maybe we start somewhere else. And then yeah. when you're a little more prepared, we can go over here. Y yeah. Um... Also, superheroes are not very good people to learn how to be a person from. Just... No, just in general, <laughs> no. No, um, like, give her the job at the bank. <laughs> um, wow, we haven't seen Hot Emily in a while. <laughs> we should hire somebody for her position. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the real sort of dilemma, is like, well... Super, if you are somebody who is, like, an alien or some other sort of weird thing, like, superheroes are gonna be accepting of whatever weird stuff you have going on, and you won't have to, like, figure out a way to explain it for normal people. But also, superheroes are the worst people to try and teach you how to be normal. Yeah. Um, anyways, um, she is a part of the Outsiders, um... Until they, uh, 
disband uh the first time um she we mentioned last week she and geoforce like hook up while they're like on like a desert island um and then they agree it was a bad choice because uh leah is still married (laughs) to grega um oh no grega yeah and brian also has a girlfriend um so it was just a bad Greg, idea all around. Just bad for everybody, yeah. Greg Greg with three Gs also, like, every time he shows up is... I don't think he's around that much, but every time he shows up, he's like, I'm very concerned about what's going on. Um, My wife is just sort of a completely different person than she was before. <laughs> I really don't know what to do. Um, It's like, should, should, I, should I just go, or... Should I leave? Um, like, I still love my wife, but, like, yeah. does she need some, like, should we open up the relationship so she can explore this new part of her, pre- I, I don't know what's going on. I Maybe really we should see know. a marriage counselor. <laughs> yeah. Um, at, uh, before the outsiders get disbanded, um, they go back to Abyssia because some other, you know, something else has gone wrong there. Um, and for some reason in like the fight with like the guy who's like taken over Abyssia, um, Leah loses her powers and also her, her looks. Why? How? I don't know. No, her confidence. Her confidence, it's gone. Um, And then the outsiders disband. She goes back to living a normal life. She uh, shows up briefly in like a Batman story uh, in the interim. And uh, then we get into the second iteration of the outsiders in the 90s which is the one where um they're like operating out of markovia uh where geoforce is from um and she gets her powers back somehow and her looks um somehow and so you know we talked about last week with geoforce that the thing that leads into uh this new iteration of the outsiders and them all operating out of Markovia is uh vampires take over the country um basically and the queen is like plotting to have the vampires kill Geoforce but then uh one of the vampires kills the queen and blames Geoforce for it um well uh looker's also there for that Uh, and the leader of the vampires who kills the queen, um, thinks Looker is super hot, as everybody does, uh, and turns her into a vampire, um, and, uh, tries to, you know, make her, like, a vampire bride. You know how vampires, vampires are always trying to make people their brides, (laughs) famously. (laughs) Hold on, um, let me write that down for my D&D notes. Okay, <laughs> Make th- yes. Bride. Cool, got Good. it. <laughs> Great. Um and uh then 
much as we uh, talked about a few weeks ago for Jubilee, who a kind of similar thing happened to, um, she just stays a vampire after that. Uh, she just, uh, she's just a vampire. Um, she has all of her psychic powers, but she's also a vampire. So she needs to drink blood, um, to survive. She can, uh, like, turn into mist. Um, she can summon, uh, bugs and rats and things. Um. Classic. Yeah. Uh, she can, like, uh, mind control people, but she could sort of already do that, so that's not that much. In a slightly different way, I guess. In a slightly (laughs) different way. And, uh, she is initially immune to sunlight. I think that changes later. But initially she's able to, like, use her own powers to be able to be outside in the daytime. Psychic umbrella. Um, yes, exactly. Um, after she, there's like a brief period after she gets turned into a vampire where she's like, uh, you know, like hypnotized by the vampire leader and like working for him and they have to snap her out of it. Um, and they do snap her out of it, but she does stay a vampire. And uh, then she is on this iteration of the team for i think again their whole run um she does get a new costume that um i think is relatively short-lived because it's hard to find pictures of but uh i don't um i don't like it as much it's like a little um little like bikini top with like a kind of crop sleeveless like crop jacket over it and then like super low cut pants it's just like it's 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 a much more kind of generic sexy female superhero costume it's not awful and like it's a character who like should make sense to be wearing like a sexy costume so it's not the sexiness that bothers me it's just i don't think it's that interesting (laughs) the aesthetics are off yeah uh she also, during this time, gets uh, divorced from Greg. Oh, Greg. Uh, yeah. I I feel like maybe the vampire thing was just, like, a bridge too far. Like, it was like, okay, I, listen, we were working through a lot of stuff, um, but now you're a vampire. I think we need to take a break. She's, like, honestly fair. Yeah, it's probably a good choice for everybody. Um, so she, after this iteration of the Outsiders disband, um, she makes a couple more appearances. She shows up in, like, uh, some, like, big crossover stuff, as most people do. She's in, uh, Infinite Crisis, you know, just as kind of, like, one of all of the people who's trying to stop the infinite crisis. Um, she's in World War Three as one of the people who's trying to stop World War Three. Um, she also um, shows up in a Wonder Woman comic um, where it's shown that she is uh, one of the hosts of like 
the DC Universe version of The View. Um, it's like her, Vicky Vale, uh, Linda Park, Wally's uh, wife, and like a couple other people. Um, which I find delightful. Um, I, I love, I love when, like, just, like, weird, weird superhero, like, celebrity day jobs like this. I think that's very funny. Um, but she shows up there as basically a cameo because they're, like, interviewing Wonder Woman on this show. Um, still a vampire. <laughs> hasn't, hasn't fixed that. Um, and why would you, honestly? Why, why would you? If you're extremely hot, people are just gonna give you their blood. Yeah, exactly. Um, she shows up in the 2000s Outsiders, um, a couple of times. She helps Batman with a case that he's working on. Um, she, uh... At some point, like, <laughs> turns up and is like, oh, yeah, I'm a model now, but I'm also um, hunting evil vampires. Uh, and now they've sent, like, a vampire hunter assassin <laughs> to kill me, which, uh, yeah, sure. All right. Why not? Um, this is uh, shortly before New 52. It's like she shows up in a, like the 2000s outsiders to be like, hey, this, this assassin's trying to kill me. And then they help her and then she helps them with something in uh, Markovia. And she shows up in Batman Inc., uh, which leads into New 52, where in New 52, Batman Inc. was seemingly killed and then it's revealed that they survived um, and Looker is still working with them. Um, she is part of a team in, uh, that group called the Dead Heroes Club. Um, it's like a, the Batman Inc. like has like a bunch of different kind of like subsidiaries, I guess. And this one is called the Dead Heroes Club, which is cute. Um, still a vampire, I'm pretty sure. Um, I think the vampire thing is just like part of who she is now to the point where like would be weird if she stopped being a vampire. Um, but maybe because I don't think she's shown up in Rebirth. Um, but I would like to see her. Like, I think, um, I think she's fun. Um, I think there's something, like, a little bit sexist about being like, oh, she's so hot and that makes her really shallow or, like, self-centered or whatever. But also, I think it's kind of fun to have, like, a superhero character who's like, yeah, I am hot and I care about how I look. And I'm <laughs> psychic, so who cares? Um, but I'm also, uh biased because you know I love a hot redhead. Um one of my favorite things to see. Um but yeah, I think I think she's I think she's kind of fun. I think there's fun things you could do. Apparently she's in the season of Young Justice that I still haven't watched. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Young Justice. Um as like a, a teen and she's Scottish. 
Um, which good for her. Um, they give her a very different costume in that that has like kind of an eye motif. Um, well, that's fun. Yeah, I think it's sort of cute. Um, she's also in the uh Black Lightning TV show with like a wildly different take where she's like a super evil, like racist trying to create this like apartheid state by like giving like white people superpowers. Um bizarre <laughs> bizarre choice for this character specifically. Just cause I don't I it's not really ever been a thing. Uh, historically, but sure. Um, but, uh, she's also, there's, like, uh, an evil version of her in one of the Justice League movies where it's, like, an evil alternate Earth version of her, um, called Model Citizen, um, which I assume is, like, a pun, like, she's, like, a supermodel, um, I guess, but I, I, I still don't think that's very good. I feel like there has to, <laughs> I feel like if we're going to bring Looker back and give her, like, a new shot, we've got to come up with a better name. <laughs> we've got to put our heads together. I believe we can do it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I had to say. Um, I am assuming you did not read any comics based on, uh, your wild and crazy weekend. You are correct. I did I not read it. any comics. Well, you were busy winning awards. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did read um a few things. I read the new Dead Boy Detectives miniseries that I got from the library, which I really, really, really liked a lot. Um, my roommate was making fun of me because I left it sitting in the living room and she was like, D is this a thing called dead boy detectives? Did you make this with your brain? <laughs> um, and I was like, no, Neil Gaiman made it with his brain before I was even born. So <laughs> blame him, I guess. Um, but, maybe Neil uh, Gaiman made you with his brain. Maybe. Just, I'm I can't going to create... Out. I'm going to create the perfect vessel for consuming my works. Oh, did you? Hello? Hello? Are you, are you back? My Discord crashed. No, Discord! It's okay. My phone is out of storage. It's fine. No. Um, anyways, yes, the new Dead Boy Detectives, uh, is about, um, a bunch of ghosts from, like, Thai folklore um, have suddenly started appearing in Los Angeles, and uh, the dead boy detectives are trying to figure out why that is happening, because it should not be possible outside of Thailand. Um, and it does, I think, a very good job at balancing, like, introducing all of this kind of mythology and also like making it a story that's kind of about you know racism and like the Thai experience in 
America, uh, and also telling a story about the Dead Boy Detectives um, and their sad little ghost feelings, which (laughs) I always love to see. Um, The art's very charming. Um, It's, like, mostly very cute and then uh, abruptly, like, incredibly scary, which I think is uh, suits the tone. Um, And I like that a lot. I don't think... You, I mean, there's not a lot of Dead Boy Detectives lore to begin with. It's just, like, they, it's kind of all in the name. <laughs> they're detectives, they're dead, they're boys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, So there's another Sandman character who shows up in it, but again, I don't think you really need a lot of explanation for her. She's she's a witch. She's a morally dubious witch. Okay. Hell yeah. Check. Um... I also read, uh, in terms of newer stuff, uh, my god, every single time I have to remember these names, Fall of the House of X, number one, came out this past week, which, um, I read, obviously, um, it, I really liked it, it is, uh, in, you know, kind of the leading into the culmination of the fall of x kind of era um about the kind of mutant plan to fight back against orcus um i liked i liked this there were some uh cool moments in it um i'm assuming there will be many more cool moments as uh this kind of storyline continues um still no doug still have yet to see doug so island cough up doug can the island cough up doug please um what if doug become island i think it's like pretty well within the realm of possibility that doug become island and i'm not sure how to feel about it (laughs) Warlock, um, Warlock Comeback also become Island. Okay, everybody Island together. Everybody Island. Everybody big wife live. Big wife live on Island. Big wife live on Island. Married to Island. Married to Island. No problem. Nobody understand Big Wife except Island. Yes. Um. Anyways. Um. <laughs> uh. This. The the other the other half of this story, which is Rise of the Powers of X, comes out this week. Um, and then they're gonna, I think, continue alternating for. I'm not. I'm not sure how. I don't think they're standalones, but it's possible these are standalone issues, and then they're gonna lead into like another thing that's going on. But I think there's like it's a mini series um i should be more aware of these things but i'm not um (laughs) but it was cool i liked it um and i also read the uh critical role um our our tagon one shot oh yeah that was fun i love to see him (laughs) i haven't read a lot of the critical role comics but i did see it in the store, and I was like, well, I love that guy. (laughs) 
I love this messy bitch. A <laughs> god for real. Let's um, see what he's up to. Let's see what he's up to. Uh, nothing Morally good. Dubious red haired fae. Yeah. D- what's better than this, huh? Um. So that was very fun. Um. I think that was it. Um. If you would like to keep up with us. You can follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook at Capes and Japes. You can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Discord server that you are welcome to join. Um, and congratulate Briar on being the best at cosplaying ever in the whole Don't. world. That's what the <laughs> award said. Um, no, it's best craftsmanship novice. It's fine. Uh- um that's pretty good it's good um just means that if i do it again i gotta be a journeyman (laughs) (laughs) um you i i love that um i love i love thinking about you as a a journeyman um (laughs) we have a patreon if you would like to support us on there um we recently recorded our december bonus episode where we talked about dimension 20 again Um, again there was new new stuff it was a long time ago um also we're very excited for junior year all of the new art looks fantastic i probably am going to have to fucking do this version of riz okay okay that was what i was thinking that today i was like don't forget to ask briar how they feel about the new riz art um too hot so one of the people that i was hanging out with uh at ala their friend drew the new art so I was like, hey, can you at can you just like why did you make Rizga Kek so hot? Yeah. Can you just pass that on for me? I don't need on? an answer. I just need the question to be asked. I just need the question out there in the ether. I have not stopped looking at it since it I I feel like since it came out probably four times a day, I open it and I zoom in on it and I'm like, look at him. <laughs> look at my boy. Um Anyways, yeah, uh, check out Fantasy High Junior Year this week. Um, uh, Patreon. If you, um, aren't able to support us on Patreon, but you want to help out the show in another way, leaving a rating and review is a very cool thing to do. Um, telling a friend about the show, if you think they might be interested. Um, and just, uh, coming back and joining us. As you've done once again. So thank you for being with us for this episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And as always, powers make you hot, sexy looker. Yep, that's how it works. I got irradiated by Haley's Comet and all I got was psychic powers, good looks, and this t-shirt.